Hey, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Chemicals, the podcast show with your boy, Sean Villar. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Hit the intro. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, this episode will be kind of long, depending on how I could keep it up. But yes, welcome back. It's your boy, Sean Villar. Back again with another episode. And my power, bo- uh, my power bank's about to explode. Damn. I have my freaking iPhone wire. Or iPhone charger still on the freaking power bank. Does it like drain? I don't know. But anyways, yes. It's another episode with just your boy Sean Villar. I'll be tackling a lot of stuff. I'll be talking about a lot of stuff. And I hope it sits your fancy. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I want to talk about some stuff that might be helpful in the long run, especially if it would age properly or age well. Because, yeah. Um, like what I've said in the past, I am a college student, a freshman, if you want to call it that. And... I'm currently working on a proposal or like a research thing that we were given last week. Uh, yeah, because like we started the second term. Our first week was like, you know, again, last week. And this is the second week. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be talking about that in a moment, but I want to mention that as of recording, November 17, I am preparing for the big day. Shout out to all the League of Legends players in the Southeast Asian servers, also known as Garena servers. We will be migrating to an official right server. Yes, yes, yes. The only problem is, imagine having a system wherein not only you're playing with just your fellow countrymen, but other parts of Southeast Asia or other countries which are included in Southeast Asia. Damn, if you can hear that. Uh, background noise. I'm so sorry. But anyways, yes. I keep saying yes uh, in this episode, but yeah. Um, I think I'll be putting that in the, the, you know, the title. But anyways, uh, migration. Really excited for that. But this is not the episode for this topic. I will be talking about you know, the riot migration after a week. So, after this episode has aged a week or so, I will be releasing an episode regarding 
uh SEA servers, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, let's go back to the topic about what's going on in Sean's world. So, yes, we've been given like a proposal slash research type stuff. Uh, I want to talk about in this podcast because I think it's reasonable that it's something that teachers should be aware of, but in the sense that it doesn't, uh, you know, benefit just the students, but also benefits the teachers as well. So, okay, imagine how research teachers or instructors are there for students, of course, let's say the 11th grade, up to, to you know, uh, college years, that they need to submit a research paper so that they would move up move on by the way to the next grade and yes pretty much research is not just in school but it's also part of our lives as of this point without research there won't be any breakthroughs without any breakthroughs not a lot of new shit happens or you know uh you know news in general everything will be plain old boring so with that being said it's up to us students to think of something groundbreaking and not only it would raise a few points in our card but it would probably help the next generation of Filipinos and depending on what country you are living and studying at uh, pretty much um, I'm a Filipino so yeah anyways when starting a research topic in the first week that's not enough for a student to think of Think about it, guys. Imagine your teacher asks you to make a group or let's just say that you're alone in this one. So you're alone in making the research paper and you are tasked to make a research topic. Now, how is this problematic? Uh, I guess one... You don't want to be scolded knowing that your idea might be copped from, you know, an existing study, right? Because plagiarism is bad. And yes, it does not just hurt the originator, but it also hurts you as the researcher that has, you know, went low to the point that you uh, made a study that is similar, not just similar, but something, you know, replicated from the one that you just, you know, copied from. Now, yes, it it kind of stings that as time goes on, a lot of stuff has been made, a lot of progress has been done. Now, with that being said, 
like research teachers would give students a week or so, and that's not enough for the students. Teachers, hear me out. Giving them one week, let alone five days, five school days, is not enough for a student to think of a research topic, let alone a draft. Now, why do I say this? It's not just what I've mentioned earlier, but it also doesn't waste your time reading all of the ideas your students would uh, propose or would make. Of course, as a teacher, you want to make sure that your students are set, they're ready for this, they know what they're doing, and giving them the time giving them the time to research on what they should be uh giving you guys would help a lot so that not only they know the stuff that they want to propose but they're confident enough knowing that they would be giving out these ideas to you and you'd just be there to approve it or not, right? Now, now let's talk about like the research process in general. You don't want your students to like go low and just copy some stuff that some people already have done, right? Like, uh, let's just say I want to clean water. I want to make something that could replace this something. And pretty much it sometimes doesn't work at all because it's basically the same thing that everyone might have thought of and then you just replaced one element of that research paper that you tried to uh, replicate, right? So, pretty much, it's kind of meh. It's, you know, it's common. But you want your students to make a breakthrough. You want your students to learn what's it like to create something new and what's it like to actually dive in into, you know, dive into the process. And I get it that there's a stage wherein uh, I think the 12th grade, I think we could say every grade level or year that is basically the tried and true, almost the finish line of that certain period of your education life. Let's just say for high school, it's the 12th grade. And in college, it's like the third, fourth, fifth. Like it's pretty much your last year in college. Now, I would like to say that you don't want them to F up or to mess up their opportunities in moving to the next stage of life. You want your students to 
know that once you move on to the stage, you pass this stage, they will have confidence in themselves knowing that they could do something better or something different. Not only that they have already a path for them, that they've already set like a goal in mind, but also they have something to look forward to as like a way for them to, you know, probably change paths. So I don't know. Like, let's just say that instead of me going for like my favorite job or like my dream job, there's something that's calling out to me, you know, that small voice in my head to do something probably good for a change that if I would risk it all, I'd be able to not only find purpose, but I would be able to probably help someone, you know? It's it's one of those moments where in like, <clears throat> I think there's another way to life in a sense and that comes from something that you've learned or something that you have done during your years as a student right now let's just say it's not just research it could be something that You've done like a homework assignment, you know, a project could be like, you know, uh, something that you've done in class that you've probably liked doing during that class. And so much so that you want to probably do that in the future compared to what you really wanted before, right? Because... We're still in that stage wherein we could probably change our lives in just, you know, snap of the fingers. Because no matter what we do, no matter what we uh, set our sights into, there's always another path along that journey, along that road. So, yeah. It could be bad, it could be good, but knowing that there's something that is also waiting for you on the other side of that road, best assured that you know where you're going to, right? Let alone the original path that you were supposed to take, pretty much. Now, let's go back. Let's, like, you know, uh, reset again to the research thing. Now, I am tasked to do something good for a specific community. And honestly, I have no clue what to do. Because... Sure, it's basically community service, but how am I going to execute that project, right? And 
aside from like the time that I've given, it's hard to actually visualize what I might do or what I should do after I have proposed this like idea in mind. And what mind boggles me is uh I have no idea or like any facts or any you know research regarding on what I should be doing because you know when it comes to community service you know for a fact who's your target uh population who are you trying to help what are you going to do and well like what are your motives you know, it goes back to morals. It goes back to like, you know, trying to figure out your objectives for that project and what are your intentions, right? And to what I've uh searched online, it's and with the community that I might be working on or the vicinity or the area that I will be working on, it's hard because it's already a commercialized area, but it's hard to distinguish if, you know, if I would have to go out of the area to figure out or, you know, for me to do that specific project because, let's be honest, when you are given an area or you know or a scope sometimes it's not there like imagine a landmark you know for a fact that there's at least one thing that helps you remember what or you know where you are that's what landmarks are for. But with that landmark, it doesn't actually tell you the place that you're you know that you're going. It's just set there for the purpose of like, you know, uh once you reach this, you're almost there. Right? That's how I think of landmarks. Because uh, when you look at the maps, you know, like, let's let, like search on Google Maps. Uh, there's like one or two, at at most two, let's say. Uh, within an area, there's like two gas stations, you know, uh, that are you know beside that place. And then there's like, let's just say a McDonald's behind it. You know, let's just uh, say that as an example. But pretty much when you're talking about trying to figure out what to do or what you're trying to, uh, I don't know, like what would be your goal? What would be your scope? It's hard to figure that out. In just a few days, I don't want to like pull Saudi uh, pull something out of my butt 
and just sh- you know put that on my paper because you know it's just an idea you know that probably would slide but to me when i think of research papers i want to make sure that the teacher gets my idea i want to make sure that the teacher knows where i'm headed because at the end of the day what you give or what you try to uh submit or to propose it reflects on yourself as a student if you would do the work as a student and how you prove yourself to be in that position that you are now as a student of that specific grade because let's be real as the years go by it's not going to be easy and the tasks will be difficult along the way so you want to make sure that you prove your worth knowing that you as a student am worthy of this level and i'm ready to move on to the next i want to make sure that i give my best and you know uh show my abilities to the table and prove to you that i could do this right that's what our research in school is all about because it shows how you are dedicated and willing to put your time and effort into something that might be good or might be helpful in the future and might set the tone for future generation of students and that's what research is all about it doesn't matter if the research paper is going to work it doesn't matter if the proposal is going to be a breakthrough as long as you the student know exactly what you're doing you know exactly what you where your head is and where you're heading and you know for a fact that you are confident enough to defend that paper during an offense or like you know that it's time for you to present that paper in to the judges to your instructor because you need that confidence in order for you to move on to the next level without that what's the point of you know all of that effort what you're just going to put that in like a reddit post and like uh ask for upvotes that that's dumb that's not how research is it's not like showing or sharing a meme on reddit right or on instagram or on twitter and expect like a few reactions that's not how research is so you tell me when life gives you the opportunity to work on something that you might want to put your time and effort in it's probably best that you do so because if you don't you might miss out on something greater right and i think that's probably me talking uh you know all stressed and worn out after school but i think i could say 
with confidence that that's how life is as of today, as of now. Because currently, as of this recording, we're still under like the COVID-19 pandemic. Life's still bad. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, right? There's still wars going on, like conflicts and stuff. There's no solid proof that we could get rid of COVID yet, right? I think it's really here to stay because, again, us humans have to adapt to uh, any situation. Like, it, it happened with the Black Plague, right? The bubonic Plague, with all these illnesses, sicknesses. Ah, uh, sicknesses. That's not even a word. But anyway, pretty much, uh, you get the picture. Us humans, we need to adapt for us to uh, see or, you know, walk that extra mile to see the future or go ahead with life. And that's how research is. For you to figure out what should I do? What should, what should I or what am I dealing with? And how am I going to work with it? And that's how life is for us. That's basically the human experience of how we should figure out stuff and how we deal with things. Right? So, yeah. I think I've... uh, let all my stress out. <laughs> I don't know. It's ah, it's not really stress. It's more of like oh, me trying to prove a point that uh, as a student, research might be tough. Giving a proposal might be tough, but with the right mentality. Yes, I used mentality, not mindset. Okay. I'm a boomer, but pretty much with, if you set your, your, uh, your mind into like the right direction, you know, for a fact that you might, you know, go far on what you'd be, uh, going to deal with. And that's pretty cool. And that's how we should be thinking of stuff in the future. Because I, for one, I believe that uh, if I just go out there, put on a smile, and uh, do the best that I can do in order for people to know who am I and who I am as a person, I'm confident enough to say that I am here to just, you know, experience it all. Because I'm not a guy that's uh, shy and just goes online, right? And just expresses my feelings there to... Because, uh, like, I don't know. That's just me, but... Uh, I'm a very transparent person, and if I could just tell you what I'm feeling, I will tell you face to face. Especially if I, you know, 
if I can trust you. <laughs> because I could say a lot of weird stuff. And yeah, pretty much. It's uh it really depends on how you uh interact with people, how you express yourself in the world. And yeah, I think that's pretty great. Now, how does that connect to research? <laughs> I don't know. Uh I think you could uh probably connect the dots at this point, but eh, it's pretty much pretty much that. Uh what else? Uh it's kinda cool that I got to had the time to visit Altisai during my busy schedule. Uh yeah, Lepetian solo probably didn't uh saw me or probably noticed me. I was literally I think m- most of my time was either in like the waiting shed or like in the canteen. Uh I had like time in my schedule cuz like I didn't have classes or like classes already finished cuz I only had like one subject on that day. So yeah, pretty cool I guess. But yeah, uh I it's I don't know. Like I've proposed to like some of my friends that want to bring uh ASB back or All Star Brawl back. I have no I think I well I have like the power to bring it back. It's just that I'm not sure if they're willing to compete because you know with a lot of stuff happened uh you know this year and i don't know like the trust was gone because of some stuff that happened but uh like it's already been cleared out it's really up to them if they want to believe what they want to believe because like i don't know shit happens but i don't know i just think that it's a there are some places that you're not supposed to say stuff right because i don't know castle culture is really it's messy you don't know where you should stand right that's not ah that's not how life should work that's not how communication should work it's kind of like talking to a wall and agreeing on what you think or what you see on that wall, right? It's it's still like talking to a screen or talking to a barrier without knowing what's on the other side. So, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Like, If they're scared enough to approach me or they're not willing to approach me, it's fine. Because at the end of the day, I'm here to give what the people want. ASB was supposed to be something not for me, but for the people. For people that want to just play video games i want to hang out with other people that's why i said when i started asb i wanted to build bridges i want to connect with other people 
because at the time covid hit and we never had like events in school so i did what i had to do with the help of my friends with the people that supported me and yeah pretty much it became a hit i don't really care if people have like you know hated me after uh asb because i know for a fact that when i go visit like lpsi <laughs> there would be like people that would ignore me i know for a fact i'm not gonna tell who's who but i know for a fact that there are people that ignore me people that don't want to talk to me or even see me because they have like this hate that they tried to get rid of it <laughs> but it like it's st- it it existed it's still there right like i don't know i really have to uh you know tip my hat to like the principal and the my my teachers at the time that really thought that i didn't really had any bad in you know intention to like ruin the school's name because like i don't know like it, it spilled it spilled out because i don't know i wanted to grab more attention for people to you know to interact and probably have fun it's it's that's how i roll that's how i want to spread the news if you want to spread news you gotta f- find some ways right you want to get the word out and i guess uh my approach was kind of messy because i uh you know uh caught the attention of the upper ups or the higher ups at the time but apparently they were impressed of like uh what i was capable of capable of and how i am willing to uh do or create something for the students it was really cool of them but yeah uh now they're out of the picture it's up to the students to and yeah it's up to them if they really want it back right uh i don't know like i shouldn't be thinking about this because as a college student a guy who's already left that like uh period of my life which is high school i don't think i have the need to bring it back right but hey if they're willing to you know i could put some you know i could put i, I got a lot of my time in my schedule but uh i need people i need uh i need a team again because uh as a guy who is you know tried to make an event work it's hard to find the right people like i'll be honest joseph i have to i have to thank joseph because uh uh without him he i wouldn't like continue asb i think he was like uh he was a player and then he became a commentator right I dub him as the voice of ASB for a reason. He made like the best shot call. 
he did the best shot calling ever. And that was during like the finals of the first season of ASB uh, for Mobile Legends. And that was really cool. And I want to bring him back though, but I don't think he has the he has the time. Like he studies in a different college. <laughs> I think like a few days ago, uh, he messaged me and say, "Hey, dude, uh, pray for me. I'm currently uh, uh doing my finals or I'm taking my finals tests." <laughs> and I said, "Yo, good luck, my guy." So yeah, uh, we still we still communicate. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. Um, really. Hoping that he does do he does do good. Uh, same thing with the uh, Jaden, cause like I think they are going to be having their finals. Like they literally messaged uh our Discord server, and said that hey, do you want to play league? I said yo study. <laughs> like you have a you have like a test tomorrow. So like yeah, uh, pretty cool that I still got to talk with them. Oh. Well, you know, I never, I know, lost touch with him because, like, uh, even in our busy schedules, I would still talk to my friends in high school, and we would probably hang out and play video games, uh, you know, league, uh, yeah, that's why we're kind of uh excited for the event that will be happening tomorrow, uh, which is the migration. Again, I will be talking about uh what happened during the. Garena to Riot migration for the SEA servers or the SEA players. But yes, I will be documenting uh, my experience. And I'll be releasing an episode, a WAD episode, uh, you know, regarding the matter. So yeah, pretty much. Uh... I'm not so sure if Janelle is, uh, uh, you know, busy or not. Because uh, when we talked, like, uh, behind the scenes of, like, our previous recording, when, like, you know, she returned, she told me that she's willing to record episodes with me. I said, uh, yeah, sure, if you're available. Uh... She mentioned that she was free on Thursdays. It's already a Thursday. I don't think she's, uh, you know, I think her schedule has changed. But I will be talking more with her in case she wants to record episodes with me uh, when she's free. Because I'm down when she's down. So, yeah, pretty much. But, yeah. Uh, if you guys are, uh, you know... You guys want Janelle back in the episodes? Let us know. Uh, we'll probably make that happen. But again, colleges schedules are different, so yeah, pretty much. Uh, like that's like the only reason why I don't do chemical stuff or stuff for chemicals, like you know, lately or that much compared to before. Cause like before, it was like, you know. I had, like, a period where I could take a break and then I would work on uh, stuff that I could improve chemicals. Now, I have, like, uh, college, then me as part of, like, an organization in school. Then I have, like, uh, 
to prepare for like scholarships, papers, bank files. Literally, I'm stacked right now at the moment. But like, since I have time, pretty cool that I have the opportunity to record episodes. I'm actually using my time to play games for recording ep- to record an episode. I don't know because like. I don't want to play a game of league before like the migration. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just want to like abstain, you know, abstinence. <laughs> I want to experience what's it like to play in the SEA server. I want to play with Southeast Asian players and not have a high ping of like 200 to 300 ping every time I play league. But even though I play it at A, I have that ping that's still stable, you know, because like, uh, I don't know, uh, depending on how far you are from the server, I guess, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't have like a way for me to uh, say which one is which, or like which one is better, but I do uh, know for myself, that I am so excited that the Philippines has finally have a home in their very own Riot server, and that's really cool to me, because now we're included in that Riot, you know, having our own Riot servers. It's not like before where we had, like, to play in Garena and like watching the sidelines now it's like we have our own server now pretty cool right so yeah um i'm really happy i'm really excited for tomorrow for the migration uh i get to keep my skins i get to get to keep my stuff uh that i had in garena so props up props up to them but yeah pretty much uh by the way mind the background noises i'm so sorry uh, I won't be able to edit uh, that much because uh, I'm still doing some stuff for college and I don't have enough sleep, people. <laughs> I think this week, I haven't slept in two days. I haven't slept properly in two days. And, like, I don't know. Because, like, every time, like, currently, uh, once I go home or come home from school, I get knocked out. And I would wake up like 12 o'clock in the morning and then like prepare for school. So like I don't have time to do homework. If I need to do homework, I have to do it in school. It's a hassle and I don't want that to happen. Please. <laughs> it sucks. I hate it. But that's how life is right now for me and I need to adjust it and fix my body clock, you know. I don't want to drink coffee every day, people. <laughs> but I don't know. It's already infused in my blood. Uh Yeah. Uh again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I might have to cut this episode off. It's getting pretty uh loud here. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I will be talking about more stuff next week. 
if you have the time, please forgive me. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Thank you guys for listening. It's your boy, Jean Villar. Stay safe. Peace, love, and hugs. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.